Should I buy this? Maybe. Should I buy this? No. Should I buy this? Yeah. Welcome to Should I Buy This Podcast, the show where I ask my girlfriend if it's okay to buy things. I'm Gavin, and I'm joined with my girlfriend, Jess. Hey, everyone. Last episode, we totally forgot to even do the introductions. We just skipped over our names, assuming everyone listened to episode one. That in episode two, completely forgot to introduce ourselves. My bad. Now we're back for Should I Buy This Podcast, episode three. Ready to get going? I am. Did you buy your item last week? Yeah, so let's recap last week. But my item last week was headphones. I wanted to look for some headphones, some nice quality noise-canceling headphones. I decided that I would want to buy the Beats Studio 3s. My budget was $150, and I scoured around Facebook Marketplace looking for some good deals, and I... I've arranged a meetup for this coming Wednesday. Brand new in box, so they say, so they say. Uh, I'll check, I'll see it when I get there. Brand new in box Beat Studio 3 headphones for $180, which is, uh, I guess, $30 above my initial budget. But keep in mind, $150, I was kind of hoping, I was even okay with a used one. But if this is brand new in box, then I'm okay with. The hundred and eighty dollars. How much are they original? I think they they go for around because Beats is owned by Apple, so like on the Apple Store, it's like four hundred dollars, three three hundred ninety nine dollars plus tax. So then, what are you gonna do with these gold candies? They'll be retired. Yeah. Do you what want do you them? mean by retired? <laughs> are you asking? <laughs> no, it's okay. I have Sony ones. You think I can sell them for, for five dollars? Yeah, five dollars. <laughs> At that point is it even worth my time to meet up with someone you can give it to my cousins <laughs> they'll be really fashionable with the they'll be like candies. what is this wired headphones what are these no thank you i know they're using wireless right now your cousins are like still in elementary school they're not gonna be like whoa why is there a wire what is this ancient technology uh okay and what did you buy what did you suggest to buy last episode well, last episode, I was preparing for Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. and I was searching all over for Maseka flower, and it was really hard to find because not all stores carry it, and when I did find it, it was at a no frills. So not even the Walmart, because we no. thought it was originally at Walmart. Well, the thing is, the Walmart near my house, they had it, but there was none in stock. So they didn't have it. No, but they had an actual label. Like, oh. it actually said this is where it should have been, but there was no inventory there. So then we went to No Frills near my grandma's old place around Coxwell, and there was, like, a lot. So we just took one of the bags, and I tried making it. The first time, probably not so good. How was it, was it the first time? I wasn't there. It was a little bit more oily. It didn't have the same kind of color. That you saw, like it was burnt and it had those brown marks on it. What's the what's the process of making these tacos again? Could you could you tell me again? So you have the flour in the bag. Yeah, you just literally mix the flour with water. And then you get the batter. Right? Yeah, you get the dough from it. Yeah. And then you put it, you had a press, because you had a little press machine too. Yeah, that's the tortilla press machine. So that makes it round and flat. 
yeah, the effortless way, or you can do other methods like using your hand, flattening it, or you can use like two plates to flatten it, or you can use a rolling pin. But we had the tortilla press. So once you flattened it, you put it in a pan to cook it. Mm-hmm. Is that what you did? That's what I did. So I- the first time it was burnt, you said? No, the first time was oily. Was it too much oil you used? Or? Yeah, because the second time I didn't use oil at all. The ones I ate on Valentine's Day, was that the second time? That was the second time. Is it a lot better? The color was better, but I think the texture could be better. Like, how is it supposed to taste? It's like a bread, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bread, but I want it to be more fluffy or airy inside. Like, it didn't rise and make bubbles on the pan. Like, it didn't make air pockets. How do we do that for next time? Do you have to add more water or less water? Well, you have to have the right mixture of water to flour. So was the ratio off? It could have been. Like, the first time when I made it, I think I added way too much water. The second time I made it, I think I added too much flour. And for the listeners, you don't use a measuring cup, right? No, I didn't. But I was eyeballing it. You used the eyeball test. (laughs) I was feeling it. Like, if it felt okay... Then I'll be like, okay. What do you mean it felt okay, though? Like, when you're touching it, it's not too watery. It's not too liquidy. Like that. I was comparing it to clay. Like, if the clay was too, like, hard, then I would add more water. Is third time the charm? It could be. But I think the second time, it looks really good. Okay. Like, from the first it time that, I, make, that yeah. I made it, like, good job. it looked really good. And it tasted good, too. I mean, there was none left. Like, maybe one. Happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's Day. So before we continue, we want to talk about any other notable purchases made in between episodes. Is there anything you want to report? I think you spend more money than me this week because I didn't buy anything other than the tortilla flour. Were they expensive? Plus tax, it was probably around $7. Nice. Is that normal? I don't don't know. Yeah, It was a pretty big bag, right? It was two kilograms. That can last a long, a long time. Yeah, because apparently it says you can make over three pounds of tortillas. Interesting. Tortillas for days. Yeah, I want to try to make enchiladas next time. Nice. Can you use the same flour for that? Yeah, you use the same flour, but instead of the tortillas holding it in your hand, you're putting sauce all over it in like a pan. Yeah. So it's like a lasagna, a Spanish lasagna. Exciting. Okay. We want to Someone's hear. getting fed really well over here. Thank you. Thank you. So a notable purchase I made. I don't know if the listeners... I hope, I pray the listeners, they can tell there was a notable purchase based on the conversation just now. And what I'm talking about is the audio quality comparison between should I buy this podcast 2 and this episode, episode 3. Because I bought a second mic. This is it. Hello. For the listeners who heard episode one, I was contemplating to buy a Blue Yeti microphone, uh, a second one to round out the studio. So you could hear the sample of that on episode one. And then on episode two, last episode, we didn't have a second mic because we were originally renting a mic from the library. You know, I don't want to keep going to the library, bringing it back every three days. When we record again, I have to go back at the library. So I finally found another Blue Yeti mic under $100. So I decided to go with it. Where did you buy it from? 
surprisingly, not from Facebook Marketplace. Oh my gosh, not your favorite store? So I went to Long and McQuaid, the music store, and they were having a weekend blowout sale, a blowout inventory sale. And I saw the mic going for $79 plus tax, which is just about under $90. Because I bought it from a store, 30-day return policy, if, if I'm not feeling the setup or, you know, if somehow the setup breaks, which can always happen when making podcasts, I'm just going to return it, get my $90 back and uh, keep trying to think of some other methods. But I think for now, we were testing it out. We're testing a setup out and everything seems good for now at least. But I think it opens your eyes to a different setup when you listen to mm-hmm. the other mics. Yep. Uh, I'm going to talk about that later in, in my segment of the show of the Should I Buy This. So that's a little teaser for for the audience members. But that was the notable purchase. For now, it seems to be working smoothly. The mic setup seems to be good. I can hear my voice clearly on my mic. I can hear Jess's voice very clearly on the mic she's using. I would say for now, I'm, I'm really happy with this purchase. 30 days, who knows? I'll see. I'll see. You could use it for this 30 days and return it. Like a long-term library rental. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so just make as many recordings now. Yeah. And then (laughs) when you upgrade your studio. Just farm episodes. We'll be recording every day and making up new, forcing out things we want to buy. That's all right. Um, That was the notable purchase I I had to report on between the two episodes. Again, we're not going to have stuff we're buying every episode, but just wanted to let the listeners know that was something I bought. Next segment. You know you're an adult when... I keep ignoring Jess on this segment. I say my part, and then I'm so eager to skip over. So I'm going to ask you right off the bat, do you have something to report for this segment? Yeah, I do. Mm, So you know when you're an adult when you don't do too much on your birthday... You just enjoy the simple things in life, have a nice dinner, good lunch, breakfast. I said that all backwards, but I'm really looking forward to the dinner for my birthday. When is your birthday for the listeners? It's this Wednesday. Which is February 19th. So listeners, please wish Jess a happy birthday. Yay! Yeah, I get it. Like When you get older, you know you're an adult when you don't really care that much about the fanfare and the celebrations of a birthday party, right? No, you care about the people that you spend it with. Did you have big birthday parties as a kid or did you always want them? Well, if I wanted them, then I would organize it. What but kind now, of yeah, what kind of big birthday parties did you have back in the day? We'd go out to the restaurants, do some activities. Like you spend a long time organizing them? No, maybe like two weeks in advance. So how's that different from the party, the dinner you're organizing for next week. Like, it, sounds like really the same, put- <laughs> it sounds like the same to me. <laughs> is it less people coming or is it less activities? Like people are older and lazier, you know, like how is it different? Like, you know, you're an adult when. Or maybe it's more so like we're going out more. Like we used to have parties more indoor. Huh. Like at home. I feel like it's it's going to I feel like for me it would be backwards. Like when you're younger, you want to go out more, do something for your birthday, you want to like go to an event, go to a place, go to a party. 
But when you're an adult, you're like, I'm okay with just staying home, being low key, or you know, just going to a restaurant or something, having a small group of friends, and just like enjoying time. That's what I thought when you originally said this. But it sounds like you're backwards. You want to go <laughs> out more now, so you're still young at heart. Of course I am. Asians don't reason. Okay, so you know you're an adult when, for you, you know you're an adult when you're going out more. I know I'm an adult when I'm staying in more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a fair assessment. Yeah. What do you have, boy? You know you're an adult when video games become less and less exciting. I think this is also in part because there's just so much variety. Like I have the Xbox Game Pass, which lets you download and stream just like more than a hundred games, and I'm feeling. With each game I play, each individual game becomes less and less uh, alluring. My attention span for each game is very low. I feel like you know you're an adult when you just don't have enough time to play video games. It's like I don't want to waste my time playing it. Like I, I find myself uninstalling games a lot, very fast. Like I play it for. Less than an hour, I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna play this. And to be fair, that's what Xbox Game Pass allows you to do. But I think it's the whole thing where, like, you know, your time is more valuable. Whether it's because um you work for eight hours a day and you know you have very little time and you're very little free time to work and to balance other commitments, that the the time I spend playing video games, I want it to be really enjoyable. So I feel like. I'm becoming more of a casual video game player. Like I'm so annoyed when I lose in a game because I'm just wasting my time. Whereas when you're a kid, you're playing a game. You're like maybe you're trying to figure out the strategies. Like oh, this game is exciting. I keep dying, but like I can learn. You know, I I can invest so much time in finding out a strategy. But now when I lose in the game, I'm like, well, I just wasted a whole hour and now I'm dying. I'm just like I'm honestly just trying to see how this game ends and. I can't waste any more time on this. This is probably the only time when I see your emotions and you're just like screaming at the TV, and I'm just telling you you got to relax. And I don't know why you're like rage. You're just rage I'm, angry because I play games to like enjoy myself. No, you're now very that, competitive. No, now that I'm a very casual, now that I'm a quote unquote casual gamer, I'm playing games to enjoy myself. I don't want to play games to lose because like. You know, I'm not trying to be a professional gamer where I'm earning money. Or I'm just trying to enjoy a game I, I can play. And then I keep losing. And I'm like, um, well, is this even enjoyable anymore? Should I just put away... Should I just turn off the Xbox and, and just go do something else? Go go start recording more podcasts or something? I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Especially in the modern... In modern day games, there's a lot of games which come kind of unfinished. Or like you have to buy DLC, downloadable content. Or you have to... You have to unlock stuff uh, so you get the full features. I used to think the point of the game is to play it so you unlock these characters. But new games now have like microtransactions where you can pay to unlock stuff in the game. I used to think that was so weird. Like, how can you enjoy the game if, you ha- if you're just like buying, buying the things to, to beat it? But now I'm like, hold on. Like, this makes so much sense because adults who play video games don't have time for this. They just want to play and win the video game. So that's why gaming companies, they've realized this and now they're taking advantage of this and they put in these microtransactions to help you win. And that's how they get you. 
you know you're an adult when like I can't really be bothered with video games. I just want to like play it, enjoy it, and not be frustrated with a video game. Well, I always see you playing the one of the Switch. I think you like the Switch more than the Xbox now. I think so because um, the games I play on the Switch are just like casual and they're fun. I, I really think so. Whereas Xbox games, you know, like I, I have the Star Wars game. I didn't even beat it. Like it's just been sitting there for how many months? I haven't even touched it in, in like more than a month. Which, if I said that to a younger version of myself, I would be like, "Whoa, what are you talking about?" Like as a kid, I never left a game untouched like that. It was it would be so rare. But I also think at the same time, it's because when I bought a game as a kid, the value was more. Like you know, I didn't have as much money as a kid, so like I spent. In a sense, I spent more money, like the value of the money, on the video games I played. So then I'm like, I wanna, I wanna beat this game. But even now with Xbox Game Pass, like you just uninstall the game and like, oh, rage quit, and that's it. But I think you're right. The games I play on the Switch are just more like casual and they're like friendly and like maybe that's why I enjoy it more. I don't think you like thinking games or games that make you lose. I think I just like playing. Yeah, I just like playing casual games where I can enjoy. Like an hour of my time, and then get on with my life. I think so, and that's that's a sign. You're for me. You know, you're an adult when that happens. Okay, I think you should sell your Xbox on marketplace. I should sell my Xbox now. Yeah, I can't do that. What if I want to play Xbox? <laughs> like Xbox Game Pass had Final Fantasy 15 recently. That's a pretty good game. Yeah, it's a good game, but just looking at the size of that open world game and knowing you easily need to put, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 plus hours in that game, I just look at it and it's like intimidating. That's a lot of time for a game where I might possibly be dying and <laughs> and losing a lot. That's all I have to say. You know you're an adult. Ready to move on? Yeah. Are you done ranting? Yeah. Do you want to go first this week or should I go first? I'll go first. Okay. So what do you want to buy? Well... I've been researching a lot. I know my birthday's coming up, so we're lucky that we're both able to take the Friday off. So I've been looking at different things to do for Friday, and I'm debating whether to go out and drive somewhere and do something in a different city or do something in Toronto, Mm -hmm. enjoy an experience here. So should I buy a birthday experience? In the Toronto or, or in a different should city? We go, should we drive further out? Yeah. Hmm. Tell me about your research. Uh, what, what are you leaning towards? Well, there's Prince Edward County, and I don't think either of us has been to that place. Where's Prince Edward County? It's two hours north from here. That's not bad, two hours. It's not, but I think it'll be nicer in the summer. That's the thing, yeah. How is it now? It's, it's like here, it's winter. A lot of snow, right? Yeah. Cold. I guess it's north. It's more north than here. Of course it's cold. Everywhere in Ontario is going to be cold. <laughs> what can we do at Prince Edward County? They have a lot of wineries and they also have ice cream shops. So I was thinking we could just go ice cream shop hopping. But maybe that's a better summer activity. I think that's a better summer activity. But is that something you want to do for your birthday? I do like desserts. So then I was looking at all the different bakeries downtown, and it's like, oh, why don't we just go dessert hopping in the city? Bakeries? Yeah. Or, or dessert, do you mean ice cream? No, bakeries. Like cakes. What kind of shops caught your eyes? 
Are you looking for specialty bakeries? Are you just looking for Asian bakeries? Well, right now, I'm looking at different restaurants on Blog.to. It seems like the debate is between driving two hours north to Prince Edward County. Or anywhere, really. We can go to Niagara. We can go to Montreal. We can go to Ottawa. But those are a little bit farther. How far is it to drive to Montreal from here? Four hours. Ottawa is six. What's there to do in Ottawa? Because when I think Ottawa, I just think the capital of Canada and Parliament. I don't know what else there is there to do there. There's Montreal, a lot I feel of like has, galleries. Montreal, I feel like has more of like um is is more suitable for younger people. It might be. I never been in the city, so like old Montreal looks nice to walk in. But then you have to count the the time because it's gonna take eight hours driving. Yep. So we'd have to we'd spend the night there. We can. We have to come back. We come back in the morning, Saturday morning. Really. Like, I didn't pick Montreal because I thought we wouldn't have enough time to come back to go to your brother's. Is that the only reason why you didn't want to... Would you want to go somewhere further, like Montreal? Well, we can go the other way. We can go east. And we can go to Niagara. Niagara is more manageable, right? It's it's easily a day trip. It is, but then if we're going on a Friday, we have to go with traffic going west. Whereas if we go east, there won't be as much. That's the only thing, like if we're driving. But if we're not driving, if we're doing something within the city, we can take TTC, we can drive, it's okay. Regardless of where we go, it sounds like you're looking for a dessert experience. I am. I was looking at the Kit Kat experience at Yorkdale too. Tell me about that. It sounds like the $45 uh, experience there is more of a lecture or like a workshop to learn more about how the chocolate's made. And then... When you go to the actual store, you get to like sprinkle some stuff on top of the chocolate. You're just watching them do it. You thought it was an experience where we can make our own Kit Kat. Yeah. And for $45 a person, you would think that's true, right? Mm-hmm. It turns out it's just a lecture? What? <laughs> where you just watch? Yeah, because he's the artesian chocolatier is going to make chocolate for you. You're watching them from a distance. From a distance? Well, not even up close. Well, uh, no, okay, like, you're, totally okay, you see it, how right? we're sitting right now at the table? Yeah. The artesian will be, like, where you are, and I'll be sitting down watching like couple, him make it. A couple of feet away. Yeah. But you're paying $45 to watch someone else make a chocolate? I don't know if that's... No, but then they're allowing you to sprinkle the toppings that you choose on top of the chocolate after. And then you could take that chocolate home. It comes in its own packaging, and it says your name on it. This is your chocolate. This is the one that you made here at Yorkdale Mall. Like, I think it'll be really cute if someone gave it to you as a present. Like, but you would say, you want to pay $45 for that? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> like, how is this, how is this different from buying? Okay, I get you get the black box of your name, which I guess, I don't know, is that what you're basically paying for? Because can you not just buy a regular Kit Kat bar? And sprinkle your own toppings on top. Is that the same thing? Will the end product minus that nice black box with your name engraved on it, would that be the same Kit Kat? No, I don't think so. But it's just like an option. Like, I remember the ones that they had in Japan, like it was like an actual dessert shop. But this one, they're making it more of like an experience to learn more about the chocolate. Are you interested in learning about Kit Kats? No, I'd rather eat them. Okay. 
like if you sent me all the seasonal and monthly flavors that were released in Japan and gave it to me in one big box and it's like here pay $45 for this and it's like okay I think I'll consider that but here I'm going to listen to someone and learn more about the chocolate like I don't think that's me like you don't care about that yeah I don't have a big interest on that like it's nice but it's not gonna be like a check mark yeah so not the Kit Kat thing no what else is there to do I don't know couple spa but you're both gonna have your face down on the bed you're not gonna be able to see the other person <laughs> <laughs> yeah I never understood the couple massage you're just both like, going how, in yeah, there. what's the difference from that What's the difference between a couple's massage and just having two separate massages? It's just they're in the same room, right? Yeah, you're in the same room. <laughs> so That's the only difference. So essentially, if they even put a barrier between the two massage beds, it's a regular massage. Yeah. Is it at least, are couple's massage at least cheaper than two individual massages? No, it's actually marketed up more. <laughs> because they're thinking the guy's buying it. Or maybe the girl's buying it for both of them. Either way. Doesn't make sense. Because like in every other thing you buy, the more you buy, the cheaper the individual value is supposed to be. You go to Costco, you buy like 10 bags of chips, you know, it's going to be cheaper than 10 individual bags of chips. They're but marketing here, I guess, love yeah. and romance. Sounds like a scam to me. What do you think of that? No, I'd rather buy for an individual massage. I don't know, what about, like, other experiences, um, like, axe throwing or... You think that's a good party game, but... Not for two people. Not for two people, no. Mini, mini putt golfing? In the cold? Indoor mini putt. At Niagara Falls? (laughs) At Niagara Falls. Well, Niagara Falls, we can go to... There's a few attractions there, right? What's there? There's museums. You can see Niagara Falls. There's the falls. Yeah, that's more important. Yep. Would it be frozen over? No. Because the water's constantly flowing. I've seen pictures. I don't know if they're like edited, but I've seen pictures of the frozen Niagara Falls. It looks pretty cool. It has to be really cold. And yeah. so far, the water hasn't been that cold. This winter hasn't been cold enough. Eh? Okay, so would you rather Niagara Falls? Would you rather staying in Toronto, uh, Prince Edward County? Even or further, like Montreal. What what are you leaning towards now? I'm also looking at budget trips. So what's so that trying like? not to spend over a hundred that day, including gas. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't think much. So Montreal is completely out of the question. Oh wait, are you helping? Like, are you gonna be tipping in on the trip? I'm gonna be what? Tipping? Are you endorsing the trip? <laughs> Well, yeah, obviously. What? Oh, you're gonna spend? You're gonna pay the whole thing? What? I thought you, were saying, I thought you just asked me. <laughs> it's to chip my in. birthday. Oh my god! <laughs> it went from chipping into the whole trip because that I'll changes help, things. That changes things. So what does that change? Now we're gonna go. Now you're gonna book a plane ticket. Yeah, we're gonna go to Japan. <laughs> so I could go to the onsen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where do you want to go? What are you leaning towards? I'm leaning towards maybe somewhere within the city, like Toronto. Okay. Like, Montreal's cool, but then eight hours, and we have to come back in time to see your brother, too. That's the only thing. But you would want to go there? 
Yeah, but then I wouldn't know what to see there. Oh, like, I would true, have to true, research. True. Unless you're going to do the research. What is there to see there? I don't, I don't know. There's old Montreal. You've been there, right? No, I've never been. But maybe it's nicer to go in the summer. Because then we wouldn't need to worry so much about the snow and the cold. I feel like everything is nicer in the summer. <laughs> Sightseeing-wise. Like, unless you're going to a place known for the snow. For winter activities like skating, snowboarding, or skiing, that's good for now, but you don't do those activities. <laughs> and then if I say, okay, let's go skiing, you just give me the sad, okay. I don't want to be cold, and I don't, I don't know how to do ski. It. <laughs> and then I'll just be going down the slopes by myself, and it's like, where, where's Gavin? Oh, in the he's, lounge? He's in the chalet. He's just playing Chilling his switch. Lounge. With his hot chocolate, he's just waiting for me to complete my slope. <laughs> Romantic. Question but mark. How can you go skiing for under $100? Oh, not here. Yeah, that's. I thought your budget was $100 for the day. It is, but I'm just saying we can't do winter activities. Yeah. I tried skate taking you skating. That was hard. Yeah, I couldn't skate. I, you I- did! You went... One third of the ring. I went wobbling around and then... Uh, you were just afraid and you didn't want to let go. <laughs> Are you exposing me? I didn't let you fall, I promise. Yep. And then I was like, all right. I did. I didn't let you fall. And then, yeah, and I was like, yep, that was it for my skating career. I went a third of the way around the rink and... You just have to have more confidence. Afterwards. I mean, at the skating rink, you just see kids like sliding around. I don't know how to do it. They're just so brave. Falling face first. You need a helmet. I can get you a helmet. I can get you a a hockey stick. And you can support yourself. I need training skates. Do those exist? No, there's no such thing now at your age. (laughs) You have to just trust in yourself that you have balance. I have the worst balance. See, that would be nice. It's like, oh yeah, let's go skating. Maybe. But no, it's okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. And then we'll get frostbite. We'll do something in the summer. But your birthday's coming up too. We'll save that. We'll save that for my birthday discussion then. Maybe I'll teach you how to ride a bike. That'll be my birthday gift to you. I don't want to do anything involving balance: riding a bike, skating, skiing, uh, tight roping, tight rope walking. Uh, what else is there? No other balance activities are there. This will help you in the long run. So when you become a senior, you'll know that you'll have good mobility. <laughs> okay. Yeah, when you're old, you can't do all these things. I can't do all those things now. <laughs> <laughs> because you're not trying. You're not trying, boy. Why are you exposing me? I'm not exposing you. You're like, this guy can't skate. This guy can't ride a bike. This guy can't ski. That's what I'm teaching you. And then the skates you brought for me didn't even tie properly, the laces. Those are my dad's old skates, and I didn't look at the laces. I just took the ones that had the size. And they're all like wobbly. My ankles were all wobbly in the skates. And I was like, oh my god, is this is this where my walking career ends? Is my ankle going to snap on the ice? And I'm just like, well, I, I can't. I'm too old. You know you're an adult when you, you can't be bothered with skating because you're worried about your ankle snapping in half. <laughs> Trust the process. I told you I wouldn't let you fall and I didn't. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go back to the topic though. Let's go back to your experience. Have you narrowed it down to what you want to do? Yeah, I told you. We're going to go dessert hopping. Okay. Are you going to choose a few bakeries, map it out? 
get the get the Google Map coordinates so we know where we're going. Mix in some Pokestops so we can play Pokemon Go downtown. <laughs> I'm also down for a low key one too, just like staying home. But then we got the day off, so it's kind of like more of an incentive to just go out. Yeah, I mean, whatever you want. I took the day off, and if you want to stay home, then, you know, I just took the day off to stay home. Yeah. No, we have to go somewhere now. No, we have to go somewhere. We have to go somewhere, because it's really rare. Like, since we got back, we never had, like, a chance to have the same vacation day. You have to talk in front of the mic. We never had the chance to have the same vacation day. So so we need to take this opportunity and go somewhere. Okay. So we can go somewhere further then. Okay. We'll see how much time you have. Without time restrictions, where would you like to go? Well, the next closest city here would be Montreal. Okay. New York's a little bit far by car. Yep. Buffalo. And for a day, it's not even worth it. Buffalo might not be worth it because we have to convert our money to American. So, Montreal. Niagara. Niagara. Prince Edward County. Or Prince is that Edward eliminated? County is more in the summer. It's crossed So, let's, let's eliminate that. No, but for sure, we're going to do an ice cream trip there. Okay, but that's for the summer. That's a summer thing. Montreal or Niagara, it seems like. Yeah, we're either going east or we're going to go west. Okay, yeah. What are the pros of going to Montreal? It's a different city. I don't think we've we both have you been? In passing. I remember going to Montreal as like a kid on one of those tour buses. We spent like a night and evening there. I went to a few places. I don't I don't really remember anything about it, to be honest, because I was so young. I think I might have went to a museum or something and then you know those tour buses, right? They mm-hmm. go to like a restaurant if you want, you go to the hotel, and then the next day you go hop back on the bus and go somewhere else. That's my only experience of Montreal. Like, I went there to visit my friend's family, mm-hmm. and we just stayed over because they had a pool. We didn't really go too far. But I didn't really explore, like, Montreal. But I wouldn't know what to do with there either. Yeah, like, what's your conception of Montreal? Your preconception of Montreal? Like, what kind of place is it? What kind of vibe does it have? I would assume that it has, like, good, lots of good French food. What's, like, the perception? Is it, like, a couple place? Is it, like, a family place? Is it a, is there a lot to do? I think it's, like, another Toronto, but smaller. So, should we just go to Toronto? No, but then it has a different <laughs> vibe, because then you'll have more French stores there that's what i'm thinking it's gonna have true we don't even speak french though it's bilingual i heard french canada doesn't like english-speaking canada i don't know how true that is though like you go to french canada speaking english they'll kind of give you some attitude that's what i've heard i mean you wouldn't know because you didn't try that's true that's true okay so going to montreal definitely up there what's What's the pros of going to Niagara? Technically, it's closer, but because we'd be going on a Friday, we'd be going with traffic unless we go super early, like we leave at four. Because you don't want to drive in rush hour traffic. Or you go after rush hour traffic is done, which is around 10 or 11. How long is the drive? It's about two hours. Okay, and we know what we can do. We've both been to Niagara, so... 
would it be that exciting for you to go? It's more of like seeing the falls or playing at the casino. Are you going to gamble? No, I'm not a good gambler. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to gamble? No, I'm good. I'll play with stocks, but not at the casino. Wow, that's the that's a whole new type of gambling stock market. Like, there's other stuff to do and see at Niagara. But if we do a wine tour, only one of us can drink. One has to be DD. Well, it's your birthday. So it's not going to be fun. I'm going to be the one drinking. <laughs> and then I'm like a little bit tipsy. And then you're like, oh, now I have to take care of my girlfriend. No, it's only fun if both of us can drink. Man, it's hard. Think of a place to go in winter. There's outdoor activities, yeah. but then I don't know if we'll be able to enjoy it. What kind of outdoor activities? Like you talking about dog sledding? So the dogs take you in the sled. Sled. The dogs take you around in the sled. Where can we do that? Muskoka. Or you could do ice fishing. You're in a tent and you're trying to catch fish. Through the ice, like yeah. the hole, right? Yeah. But that's kind of cold. I think we, for this like year, we just don't like the cold too. Like I would have to like wrap my face up really well. Can't Our glasses ex- would be fogging up. Our hands would be cold. Can we find a fireplace, like a real fireplace? Sit in front of it with hot chocolate, read books. Is that what you want to do? You can give me a massage. Okay, instead of the couple's massage. Yeah, yeah, you're the masseuse. <laughs> <laughs> That went from 100 to 0 real quick. Okay. What, you don't like that idea? Yeah, that's fine. Save a lot of money, too. Is that what we're deciding on? We're just going to find a fireplace? fireplace? A real fireplace? Where is there a real fireplace? Where can where can you go? Does your house have a fireplace? It does. Is it real? It's a gas one. It's not with, like, real wood, but it's a fireplace. Like, it's a real fire? Yeah. Because I have a fireplace, but it's a fake fireplace, and I don't even think it warms you up. I don't even know if it turns on. That's what it does. But it's probably not all hooked up. Like I wouldn't know how to turn it on. That's the only thing. And when the fireplace turns on, all the heat goes there, and then all the other rooms are cold. (laughs) (laughs) We might not figure out what I want to do now, but we'll have something to report for next time. Okay. So, listeners, let us know what you think. Where's a good birthday idea you would want to go, especially in the winter in Ontario or wherever you're from? I mean, just let us know. Do you have anything else you want to add? No, let's go on. I foreshadowed this earlier in the show, saying we bought a mic. I went to Long and McQuaid, the music store. Jess, you said something about my mind being open to a whole new world. I want to ask this should I buy a xlr mic setup and what that is is now now i gotta do a real quick podcast 101 introduction now we're using two usb microphones which are great because they're convenient plug in the usb to your computer and they're basically good to go but from all my research and even from what the guy from the store said usb mics are a great way to start off but eventually people always seem to gravitate if they want to expand gravitate towards xlr microphones which is just like a different type of like um plug 
And to get an XLR mic set up, you need to buy like a mixer or some sort of interface to plug the mics in. And then that would be plugged into your computer or a recorder. And that's how you get the audio. Everywhere I've done research, it's like saying XLR mics do provide way better quality. So should I buy XLR mic setups? Well, after hearing what an XLR mic sounds like, it's very comparable, meaning the sound quality is much better. But for now, for what you're doing, I don't think you need to upgrade that fast. Do you see yourself making money off these podcasts? It's not about the money. It's about my perfectionism of wanting the best, the best, only the best audio quality for what I put out. Then why did you buy the Yeti there? You could have just bought the whole setup. Because I feel like it was too much money. (laughs) (laughs) Even buying a cheap interface is going to be more than $100. And buying the cheapest mic, not the cheapest mic, but like at least the music store, the cheapest mic, the good mic was like $100 itself. So having the basic setup with the interface and two mics would be $300 at least. And that's the cheapest option. If you get that, you'll eventually want to change out the interface and have more mics, stuff stuff like that. Because we can have two mics, three mics. And then at the end of the day, it's always better. But I think what you said is also good. For now, what we have is okay. And the mics we are using now, we can also change the setting, have them omnidirectional, bidirectional. Uh, I think for now, what we have is good. It can even have like two, three, four other people in the room and it would still record well if we turn, if we change the settings. The only thing I would say for getting an XLR mic set up is it's better audio quality from what I understand. It'll be more clear because even with USB mics, it picks up a lot more humming. Something about the wires also, there's like power traveling through the cables. Uh, it's not like the purest form of audio quality, which I think... Is something I would like to get into, but I just don't know if now is the time. So you're thinking like eventually you want to upgrade. So when do you want to do this upgrade? I don't know. I don't know. I just know it's just like a big price tag. We saw like a mic for $500, $600, $700 mic. I see these big price tags and I'm just like, is it worth it? So you should put a date on it. When do you want to buy the new mic setup? You can give an estimate. You could say, okay, I want this setup in two years. I don't know, because is this oh. setup good enough? I have to. We have to record more episodes and see what the listeners think and how I feel like it. Because I could easily hear the difference between last episode and the first episode of this podcast. When the first episode, we had two mics, and then we just went back to one mic. I could easily hear that the sound was worse. Okay, but get this. Are you doing this more of like a hobby or do you want to do this on a professional level? That would be nice. That would be nice. to do. So what is it? But for now, it's a hobby. For a hobby setup? Yeah. This is great. When do you want to be professional? I don't know. I don't know when to be a professional. Okay, so I, I think if you nice told to be me... Professional. I'm not banking on this to be a job. I just want to have it more for the better audio quality. It's not about... Being professional, being amateur. Uh, Of course, if this was professional, then yes, we would have to go XLR. 
So when do you want to be professional? Stop avoiding the question. I don't know if I want to be professional. Why do you not want to be professional? First of all, you have to be good, right? The podcast has to be good. People want to listen to it. Whether or not, it doesn't even have to be podcasts. Like on the whole of content creating, making videos, a lot of YouTube creators use this mic. But I think if we're having, if we're talking about the podcast style setup, XLR mics are the way to go. Yeah, like I said, a lot of YouTubers, a lot of people who stream video games, a lot of people who are on that content creating, they use this microphone and it's fine. But I think now why I'm bringing this in as a should I buy this XLR mic setup is because do I want to go dive deeper into USB mics, which I already did. I bought a second USB mic now. Or should I just be ahead of the game and start with the XLR setup? This is the whole debate. This is the whole debate when I was at the music store. Like, should I buy a second USB mic or should I start trying XLR setups? I felt like when I bought the second USB mic, it was kind of saying like, well, I have to use it now. I'm, I'm down the road of the USB mic. Even though deep down I know USB mics aren't the best type of mics. It was like the fork, the road was splitting. On one end, there's USB mics, convenient, uh, easy to set up. On the other hand, there's the better mic, but it takes a bit more setup and it costs a bit more money as the XLR mic. That's why it was such a struggle. But I eventually ended up buying the mic you're using now, which to be fair, like I said earlier, I can return it within 30 days. I'm just very unsure. Well, I don't think you're so unsure. You went with this Yeti because of the budget and the price point. Yep. You didn't want to do XLR because first you need that board and you need two mics. That's an easy 300. And then eventually you want to upgrade it to the new mics and better mics and yeah. a better board. I think we need like a better studio too. Then we got to soundproof the studio, have a dedicated room for the studio. When the, when the one new day, house, baby, right? one day. When, when we get the new house in five years time, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all I have. I was just really confused about getting the XLR micro setup or using the USB as we are now. And honestly, when I went to the music store, when I went to Longham Nakwee to pick up this Yeti, I wasn't expecting to have this kind of issue. But speaking with the sales associate, he was just saying like, yeah, XLR mics are what professional people tend to gravitate towards. Not even professional, like people who are trying to expand or upgrade their, their podcast or recording. They generally move towards XLR mics. And it really got me thinking. But I think you're right for now. It's the setup we have now is good for what we need. And the audio quality is pretty good for now. So what's stopping you from becoming professional? I don't know. It's hard to get. Because what is professional? Professional is just someone who earns money. To be a professional like content creator, you need, I'd say you need a large audience. I don't know if I want to be like famous in that sense. Like I'd be fine working in podcasting as like an editor or something, but to be making content constantly like that, I don't know if that's that's the way I want to go. For now, definitely, I enjoy I enjoy doing podcasts. I enjoy I enjoy um, setting up this audio equipment. I enjoy editing and stuff like that. But whether or not I want to spend this much money into it with no promises of return. Is something else, right? Because like this is this is just me spending money on something which I don't know how seriously I want to do it. I, the only reason I'm yeah, the only reason I'm saying like should I buy XLR mic is because like it just sounds so good. I'm like wow, we heard all those samples at the store and then we're like wow, now we're going back to using USB mics. 
So you're saying that USB mics will never compare to XLR, even if we get all of the the voices really right. Yeah, to be fair, I don't know. I need to spend a lot more time playing around with these setups and seeing the best way to audio uh, edit the audio and stuff. Okay, that's fair. But I wouldn't rush because the very first few podcasts aren't going to generate the most viewership. Viewership okay. takes time to make. So should I buy XLR mic setup? Yeah, go for it. I support you. Like now. Yeah, you can go return this Yeti. We can go to Long McQuaid right now. Wow. What? I don't know if I want to spend that much money now. Which is good, because we had this conversation. And now I'm just thinking, like, how seriously I want to go with this. You're basically recording once a week. But when you get that set up, I think you'd be making more podcasts. I don't know. I don't know if I have that much juice in me to make. I like making stuff, content. But... Also, I don't know if I have that many great ideas or even if my ideas now are great. Because like, even like a podcast like this, I don't know who's listening. I don't really know who's the uh, target audience. It's, uh, it's kind of so jumbled up. Okay, I think after this, we're going to have to write it all down on a piece of paper so that we can both visually see it. Write what down? Like your intentions for a podcast. My intentions for this podcast? Yeah. My intentions for this podcast is just to test out this audio equipment and to... Uh, Spend time with with my lovely girlfriend and talk about things we want to buy. That's my intention. So I think you got two check marks for those that. I think having this conversation is really helpful because after we've verbally talked about this, I understand like I don't think I need an XLR mic setup. Maybe later when we have like a dedicated studio instead of using this bedroom. What's wrong with this bedroom? I don't know. There's like no noise canceling. Then just put styrofoam up on the windows. Okay, let's wrap up. Is there anything else you want to add? I say go for it. Buy the XLR. Are you going to help me buy it? Yep. I'll think about it. Let's jump on to the next segment, the last segment of the show, the quick buys segment. The segment where there's a different theme each episode and we need to give ideas about said theme. This week's quick buys theme is birthday gift ideas for people in their late 20s. What kind of quick buys ideas do you have? Easy. Get them a movie card or gift certificate to go to the movies. Why is it? Why is that a good gift idea? Because you can see a lot of movies. Like you don't know what they want to see. So you just give them a gift card to yeah. go to the movies rather than just giving them plain old cash. What's the difference between cash and a gift card? Isn't isn't technically cash better? I feel like with the gift card, you actually put thought and you went to the store to get it. Okay, whereas cash is like very impersonal. It's like, okay, here's some cash. Spend it however you want. Would you rather get cash or a gift card? Probably cash, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would want cash. I think But cash- are you talking about an item? Like a physical item? Birthday gift idea. Okay, is it for a guy or for a girl? That's why I like the for movie people ticket. people in their late 20s. Movie, movie ticket is versatile. Yeah, yeah, it could be for anyone. Okay. How, how much would you put in the gift card? 20, 25. Like, is it like enough money for one movie, two movies? Like, how, how much are we talking about here? That's good for two movies. 25 bucks? You might have like a movie and a half because yeah. of taxes. 
Yeah. <laughs> or if you both like, if you use it on the Tuesday, half price Tuesdays. Half price Tuesdays. It's not really half price anymore, but yeah, that's a nice idea. Yeah, I think I like that idea. Nice. I think people in their late twenties would want a quick buy gift idea. Would be some socks. Okay, now that's no socks. Like, what kind of socks are these? They could be nice socks, you know. Dress socks have a funny, fun design on them. Logo, I don't know, like a wacky design. Because when people go to work, dress formal, it's kind of so like dull. But then the socks is like the one place you can kind of show a bit of personality. Mm-hmm. So having like funny socks or like goofy socks or socks with like a weird character on it, it's like it shows a little bit of personality. And I think having socks brings that life into the office. If 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 the person's an office worker, are you playing it safe with socks? Is it safe? You think it's safe? I think that's pretty safe. Well, I think that's my quick buys idea. Anything else you want to add for this episode? Or you can buy them a nice cake. What kind of cake would you like? I guess it depends on a person, though. You have to know what kind of flavor. Yep, but that's why you have to know. Is that specific? That's not specific, though, for like millennials. A kid is going to want a cake, too. A kid's not going to want socks. Yeah, but the millennials want like all these new restaurants or the bakeries that are coming out. Okay, so have some like artisanal cake. Yeah. Sounds good. Let's wrap up the show. Almost lunchtime. It is lunchtime. Are you hungry? I am. Let's go get some. Let's get some food. Let's end the show. Thank you for listening to Should I Buy This Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. See you next time. Bye-bye. Should I buy this? Maybe. Should I buy this? No. Should I buy this? Yeah.